Well, should we welcome everybody to the podcast? Welcome everyone to the podcast. Our first one. Drinks with drones. Drinks Thanks, with drones. Cheers. Drinks with drones. Cheers, buddy. Oh, right. If anyone asks, I'm not a runner. So you can see that. I'm not a runner. I'm clearly not built yeah, to run. Yeah, I'm not so. built to run at all. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't run. We're not athletic. We're geeks. That's why we fly <laughs> drones, right? Uh, so. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And repair them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, some people specialize in repairs, not everybody. Well, you know, a special kind not of everybody can be like me. It's true. <laughs> true. No. What did you do today? Uh, so Mavic 3, repair, ordered some parts, got the repair division squared away, no more ordering for a while. So Sweet. nothing but good things. More customers coming go. in. So. Good to go. Yeah. Sweet. Had an interview today? Yeah, it went good. Good? Yep. Good. I yeah. had an interview today. It did oh. not go so good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I did. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. That's not good. <laughs> he yeah. was actually a good one. You'll, you'll have those. No. If anybody specializes in sales, please call us. Yep. We're hiring? Yes, we are hiring. Yep. Post closes on Tuesday? Very short notice. Sorry. Yeah. And um, don't lie about Be your on. experience? Yeah, that's... And then get pissed off when I say... Yeah, that's kind of number one. Yeah. Yeah. Come when on. I say, hey, what's your experience? Oh, you have none, but you said you did? And don't get pissed off at me. Yeah. Why? I mean... Oh, man. But, anyways, what are you drinking? Oh, just coffee. You know. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just coffee. Me too. Oh, yeah, it looks like yeah. coffee. Yeah. It's iced coffee, and it's dark. <laughs> it's a dark roast. Yeah. Yeah, not like whiskey yeah. or anything like that. No. By the way, we are not flying after this podcast. Yeah, this it's is drinks. this is after a long day yes. at the office, and we're now we're just chilling, relaxing. Yeah, we don't drinking and flying is bad. Right. I don't recommend it. Yep. FA would be all over your ass. Yeah, I know some people who have though. It's terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. But so, I guess we should talk about Priority One. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about our company. It's trademarked now, motherfuckers. Yeah, nobody don't steal, steal our shit. <laughs> Fucking yeah. assholes. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, there's the real Priority One, and then there's uh, the fake Priority One. That, what was it called? Priority One. It was PriorityOneDrones.com, but it was all spelled out, right? That's yeah. what it was? Yeah. 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 And then you go to the website and there's nothing there. A picture of a drone. Right? Yeah, that was it. I think that was it. Yeah. I think that's all it was. Yeah. Well, they had like different tabs, but there was nothing there when you clicked on them. I don't get what the point was, but <laughs> it's trademarked It's now. a diversion. Yeah. The whole thing was a diversion. Yeah. The whole thing. So that was a thing. What else did we? What else went on? What else has been going on? Yeah, they. Uh, let's see. We had some interviews. We had the the trademark thing. What else? Just set up some shelves at the repair division. I felt like there was something else. Battery chargers. What else did we do? Oh, this podcast is sponsored. Do you know that? Oh, by who? 
by drops, drone response operations and public safety. You got a video? I do have a video. Let's play it. That was a pretty badass little video. I like it. Yep. Go to Drops. Yep. Can you get Drops. some information out there? Yeah, so yeah. Drops know? is uh, on the website, p1drones.com. You go to the training tab and, and click on Drops, the Drops conference. And uh, basically what it's going to be is uh, uh, a large conference, uh, training conference for public safety when they uh, come out. And uh, we'll have a bunch of instructors from all over the country teaching. Uh, they have expertise in certain areas of UAS and public safety and uh, have multiple different kind of courses going on and it's a great time to network and meet new people and, huh. and uh, learn about new trends and equipment out there in the UAS industry. You know, it's always updating all the time. It's like cell phones. There's a new one coming out <laughs> like every month. Yeah, same with drones. Yep. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What's the latest drone that came out? You tell me. Scadio X10. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was the other thing yeah. we needed to talk about. So we demoed uh. the Scadio X10. I myself am a DJI guy. I like I love DJI. That's just me. I think as far as repairs, working on them, capabilities, even though they're Chinese. But Still, I think they're the best product around. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't beat it, man. I mean, the, the quality for the price. And uh, what was that price tag on that Skydia? $25,000. Before like, you pay for software, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, $50,000. Somewhere in that ballpark. All right, so public but... safety, the NDAA stuff, like, I, I get it. Like, you want to go American. I totally get that. If... I could sell American to our customers. Like, I want to sell the best thing on the market. DJI is the best, by far the best. I get you want all American, you don't want information going to China. I get all that. But, but with that said, I mean, when you talk about local police departments, uh, there, there was a, I don't, I don't know what rank he was, somebody at Dayton PD was like, the Chinese government don't give a shit about the inside of a crackhead's house. You no, I mean? they don't. We can use a Chinese drone to fly it inside to locate somebody who's barricaded in their house. You know, that's and you want like so in law enforcement, you want it to work all the time. Yeah, absolutely. All day, every day, and uh, not lose connection. Be easy for people just to pick up and fly with with very 
you know, for beginner pilots. You know. This video is sponsored by DJI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, honestly, I, I've been working on DJI products for five years. And when the M30T came out, that was probably the best drone that came out on the market. Still, probably to this day, the best drone that yeah. came out on the market, as far as first responders go. So, like, for me, I'm a full-time yeah. fireman. We utilize that drone every day. It's been an awesome piece of equipment to use it. And now I'm here to repair them. There you go. Perfect. I'm here so. to run a business. <laughs> um, if everybody doesn't know, uh, we have a repair division in Priority One. So if you crash your drone, send it to us. We get you a free estimate, let you know how much it's going to cost. All of our pricing's online. So we have all repair pricing for all different types of drones. Uh, along with special services like general service or general maintenance for your drones. Um, so, yeah, all of our pricing is online. If you have any questions, give us a call. We'll repair your drone for you. If you're down or need a part, let us know. We'll get that for you, too. Yeah. So. Let's mention the other divisions of the, of the company. We have operation division, so we, we fly, um, do inspections, let's talk do about, survey. Let's talk Here. about that, too, real quick. Okay, go ahead. So what is the biggest moneymaker in operations right now? For us? For us. Agriculture. Agriculture. That's, that's us right now. And where are we located? Dayton, Ohio. That's right. Right by Xenia. A lot of farmland. Yep, yep. So. Well, that was scary as well. Well, that was scary. <laughs> Casper. If anybody Listen. saw that, that door just <laughs> Holy fuck. Yep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it just opened again. Lock it. Lock it this time. Bitches. All right, this is this is a paranormal podcast. <laughs> um, hey, there's something going on there. Wow. That is crazy. All right, well. Might just have to leave that shit open. Our competitors are after us. They know we're doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's talk about... Oh, well, we'll get into that in a minute. You brought up another good point, though. What's that? Competitors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some competitors but, out there. Anyways, operations. We were talking about operations before. Oh, some yeah. Scary shit happened. Yeah. I'm still terrified. <laughs> so scared. I, just, I, I believe in ghosts, so... I believe in ghosts, so screw that. I don't shit. know if it's a coffee or... Or just me being scared, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about, so we're into agriculture, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we're getting into the LiDAR. LiDAR. Program. Yeah. Yep. LiDAR is big, big stuff nowadays. So the Rock R3 Pro, that's the LiDAR we're going with. I know the L2, DJI just came out with the L2. The L1, piece of shit. Yeah. Don't want it. Um, but what's, sorry what's for everybody that's have used that, but DJI Terra is not a good software to use. I've had experience in that. I've had others that said that they don't like D DJI Terra. And the L2 came out, way better quality, bigger IMU, better power, good data set, but the biggest thing that they don't have is the ability to slam stuff. Yep. So, but well, for those who don't know, Let's talk about SLAM and what SLAM is. 
So slam, you're, you have the ability to take the LiDAR unit, essentially, walk around, or go on a four-wheeler, side-by-side, boat, whatever. It, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. You can do whatever the hell you want with it and get 3D data. Basically go somewhere that a drone can't. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's, not drone, it's not drone specific. You can go right. anywhere yeah. and do anything with it and get correctional data with it. Yep. So as far as engineering companies, construction, I mean, we do flights, give us a call. No. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah if, you're, if you're interested in a LiDAR unit, the R3 Pro is honestly the way to go. So I, we have experience with photogrammetry. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the benefits that LiDAR has over photogrammetry and, and you know the data that you can get from a laser versus a photo. Okay, I mean, think, explain photogrammetry. So photogrammetry, you take a bunch of photos, you upload it all together in a software program, and you're able to collect data just based on those photos that you obtained, right? Right, but you gotta take a lot of photos though, right? A lot of photos, yeah. And it depends on what camera system you're using, yeah. so. You need a good sensor, a good camera can... sensor to, to collect all that. Uh, and DJI makes a good one, the P1. Yep. The P1 sent, uh, camera. It's a really good camera system for that. And it can be a cheaper route, especially if you're not going to go LiDAR. But LiDAR... Or if you don't want your data, you don't need your data as accurate, right? Right. So essentially, LiDAR, the best use case is to go through vegetation. Mm -hmm. So you have, depending on what LiDAR unit you have, have a bunch of lasers that shoot through the vegetation to get you topo information so the lasers shoot through trees bushes cornfields whatever you're whatever you're lidaring and it gives you back the information the exact ground information which is huge for engineering companies surveying companies construction i mean you name it it's honestly an awesome piece of equipment that we're definitely getting into hot and heavy um and we definitely have some clients on board that are willing to use us. And yeah. honestly, we can provide them with awesome data. Awesome, awesome data. So, yeah. I mean, the, the meetings we've had with companies, different companies, they've been like, oh, wow, holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, they want that. So, that's new in operations. Yeah. But well, we have the training division. We talked about drops. We got that coming up next year in September. Yeah. And uh, so, what's the date in September? Motherfucker, I don't. I have to pull up my calendar. <laughs> I don't. We know. got a lot of shit going it's on. It's at the end. We got a lot it's of like shit going on. It's like in the twenty-somethings. Oh yeah. man, put me on the spot like that. Bullshit. <laughs> Is it bad that I don't know the date? Either? Yeah. Oh well. I don't know. What let's are you gonna that, do? Let's ask the training director. We're not. Yeah, that's not us. we're not a part of training. That's their job. That's right. We'll just, that's how we'll, <laughs> that'll be our excuse. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, uh, what we're, ho- we're about to uh, start hosting part one of seven classes. Yeah. Just part one that's of seven gonna classes. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be good. Ourselves. Yep. A lot of people are looking for that. Yes. Especially 107 a classes. A lot. So two day 107 class, uh, prep you to take the test, the FAA knowledge test. Well, not only that, I mean, we provide a host of trainings. Yeah. So yeah, a infrared lot. training, 
everything. I mean, it's on our mostly website. Mostly directed to uh, public safety. Yeah. Mostly. Um, but yeah. But there's a part one of seven training that's kind of opening the door to more industries than just public safety. And that's the main point. So, and then sales. What's going on in the sales division? Like you said, we had an interview earlier. Didn't oh, well, so yeah. Well. Let's talk about interviews. <laughs> so. Let's talk about interviews. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about. Yeah. yeah. That's so. That interview was actually really good. Very knowledgeable dude. Oh, yeah. Um, like 100% like straight, straight away guy. I just didn't want to go that direction. Well, yeah. It is what it is. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. You'll, Moving you'll on. have that rejection every now and then. But. but uh, well, we have meetings coming up uh, with big manufacturers. So that's uh, exciting. With whom? Exciting things to come. Manufacturing for? Drones. Oh, yeah. Altel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. We got a meeting with Altel. Yeah. Already We're getting it ends that. with DJI. Yeah. yeah. Altel, DJI. Hopefully, Skydio gives us a call. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. We've reached out. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people over at Skydio. Good people. Really good people. I know we were, were dogging on the price tag earlier, but I mean, for Made in America... I mean, you know, there's you're still going to have those customers that are willing to pay the price tag on it for the NDAA. Yeah, for the yeah. compliance, for their federal contracts, for their uh, peace of mind. Um, you're still going to have those, those I, customers out there, and it's a good and it's a good product. I mean, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, you got to think about how far behind we are from DJI. I think that American companies are starting to catch up. So they used to say that we're 10 years behind with foreign competitors. So from American made to Chinese made, DJI and Skydio, we were 10 years behind. Um, now we're four years behind, but we're, we're closing the gap. We're starting to close the gap. There's a lot more money being spent on the enterprise level because they see the capability and honestly, they see the sales too. I mean, that's, I would love, if anybody has the numbers, please tell me. When the M30T came out, I would love to know how many DJI have sold. Mm -hmm. Not even in this country, but throughout the world. Right. I mean, they have, eight, what, 80% of the yeah. market yeah. in the world? I mean, how do you, with all that money invested right. in a company, how do you even compete with that? That's got to be... It's difficult, for sure. That's got to be hard. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, like... You look at the M30T capability on the police and fire side, I mean, great tool for us. Yeah. Great to utilize, yeah. weather resistant, laser zoom. range finder, yeah. 200 times digital zoom, um, auto tracking. Compatible, easy to transport. Yeah, open up the arms, push a button twice, fly, you're done. Yeah. You also compatibility with third party software programs. Hot swappable batteries. Yep. So not only is it good for us, what about some stuff that it's being utilized for? Deer hunting. Ooh, deer hunting. <laughs> deer hunting. Hmm. If anyone hasn't yeah. checked out our latest video, um, we did a video with ODNR yep. about the Officer laws. Officer Matt Hunt, good guy. What was his good name? Guy. Officer Matt Hunt. Officer Matt Hunt, yep. okay. Yeah, he good did guy. a good job. Known him for a little while. And uh, yeah, very knowledgeable guy and uh, was... 
Uh, very thankful for, that he spent the time to talk to us and educate us on uh, using drones and deer hunting. Because um, if you're not from Ohio, there's a shit ton of deer around here. Like Big a plethora. A plethora of deer. That's and, a weird thing. Uh, I've saw me personally. Never hunted in Ohio. Always went out to West Virginia. Really? But I've seen huge bucks in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Uh, well, I went on a crash the other day. Uh, for those that don't know, um, I'm full-time law enforcement. I uh, went on a crash the other night, and um, it's amazing how many uh, deer just jump out in front of cars, right? Like, people go in the woods and, and I never realized that. and hunt, but then they, like, jump out in front of fast-moving motor vehicles with lights on. So, the other but day... It was a nine-point buck, by the way, Ooh. that he ran into. Yeah. Couldn't have been a ten. Just totaled the truck, but <laughs> he took that deer home. Ooh. So. Yeah, I honestly, before moving out in the country, I never, I never really thought about it until just recently on my way to work, where it's pitch black. You're going 60 miles an hour down a country road, and you're like, "Well, this would suck if I hit something." <laughs> <laughs> Bro. But I was I was talking to Monday uh, the other day. I was. Um, I was going to a call. It was a welfare check. Some somebody uh, unresponsible on the side of the road. I'm going to this call, and I'm talking to Monday on the phone, not not holding up to my ear, on on the. Bluetooth, Does anybody right? know whose Monday is? That's our vice president of the company. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking to him. Also full time law enforcement, by the way. I'm talking to him. Going to this call. Um, yeah, I'm getting there with a sense of urgency, right? For that. Uh, not lights and sirens, but with a sense of urgency, right. and, and I'm driving, it's about five in the morning, and this deer jumps right out in front of me, and I lock up my brakes. Oof. <laughs> and he, he, I said, uh, I don't know, I probably used a choice, a few choice words, but slammed on the brakes, locked them up, and uh, he's like, what was that? Are you okay? Deer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to crash my cruiser. Uh, then I got to drive somebody else. By the way, if you would have hit that car... Or if you would have hit the that deer. deer with your car, yeah, you could call somebody with deer recovery and find the deer. <laughs> you could. You could. Or if you're hunting, yeah, you shoot the deer, and it runs off, and then you can't find it. You can also that's call. A good, that's a good yeah. use case. Yeah. I know there's a company not far from here, Elite Deer Recovery. That's how many I, companies are there in this area? There's anyway. a shit ton. Drone Deer Recovery. Elite Deer Recovery. Elite Deer Recovery. Let's go with that. I mean, Drone Deer Recovery, he, he's actually doing some good stuff. I mean, he's fighting the Is good the fight. Mil- in Cincinnati? I don't know where he's from, honestly. I just know that he's, he's fought the good fight in Illinois because in Illinois, it's illegal to use drones to find deer, which I think is bullshit. It's a tool. They can still dog. They they can still call dogs to find the deer, yeah. but they can't use a drone. That doesn't make any sense. Even though it's a better tool. Yeah. And that's uh, my opinion. I've never used a dog to find a deer, but I know that if you put a drone up with a thermal camera, and you find the hot spot and you zoom in and it's a deer, well, you found it. You don't have to really move from anywhere or hike anywhere with dogs. You can just. Find the deer with a drone. Yeah. And, call and it now, now you can pinpoint it and text it to somebody. The yeah. location of the deer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If 
If you use the M30T, you could use the marking feature yeah. in the M30T, and it pinpoints the Latin long. The M3T, too. Oh. You can do it with that, too. I didn't know that. I learned, I learned something today. Yeah, I did it the Whoa. other day. Yep, did it the other day. Well, that's actually that's actually good with uh, with people who want to do geo-recovery on a smaller budget. Yeah. Really. Even though there's... Look at the looking at but the pricing. But where can they buy their M3T? Probably one drone sells drones. <laughs> Just saying, we sell them. I need another drink. I bought this little uh, stand to put our drinks. I like it. And I didn't Honestly. tell Monday about it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's going to find out on this podcast, so. Yeah, that's right. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. You know how on typical podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Marinate. All right, it's gonna go. Listen, you know how on podcasts there's usually like like a serious guy and then like the the funny guy, the goofy Dude. guy, right? Honestly, on every single drone podcast, there's no goofy guy. There's <coughs> like on drone podcasts, yeah, yeah. What? Which one? Well, there's a lot of them out there. There's no. Oh, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's nothing no, like there's ours no. though. Um, clearly, no. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, on some podcasts, there's like a serious guy and a goofy yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah. And you're the goofy guy. Apparently. <laughs> that wasn't my intention, but now it is. It is what it is. Yep. Oh, man. Well, my wife's going to wonder what the hell <laughs> I was doing at the office. <laughs> yep. You're right back. There's a streak on the chair. <laughs> For everybody wondering, Alex did not piss his pants. He spilled a drink. Alright, I'm back. Just looks like I pissed myself. Stop looking at my crotch. And there you're gonna go. so right in it. Oh, was there a <laughs> <laughs> So a little bit about drinks and Good drones. Since it's our first podcast episode, we've learned that... Not spill your drink? Yes. Don't spill your drink. There's a lot of getting up to get another drink. <laughs> and yeah. later on in the episode, it just gets better. Maybe we should invest in like a, like a waitress. Oh, a Monday waiter. would kill you. Huh? Our VP would kill us. It's a it's a business expense. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. No. So we'll have to bring him on this podcast sometime. Oh yeah. Talk about ops. Yep. It's he honestly, you guys have done a really good job with operations. You've made It ain't me. He's done a really it good job. Me. Yeah. He's done him, a really good Jeffrey. job. We've we've made a lot of income with Our, uh, with operations. Yep. Our director of operations, Jeffrey. <clears throat> and uh 
and Monday. He, uh, both of them together worked this past summer and uh, over the growth season during the agricultural operations. And I want to thank our pilots too for going out there doing the dirty yeah, work. Yeah, we definitely had a bunch of good pilots this, this year, yeah. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be willing to do it next year too. Um, you know, we try to treat our pilots good. Well, we uh, pay more than any DSP in the area. That's absolutely true. Yep, we um, we definitely well, we we realize that you know the company wouldn't wouldn't be where it is without our employees, right? And that's, our pilots. Yeah, I agree. That's got to actually them appropriately. Yeah, that's actually something to talk about. So when you first got into the drone industry, as much as I did, so I got in the drone industry. We've known each other for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, from the before beginning. Before we started working together. Yeah, before we were, well, before I went to my, anyways. <laughs> so, like, how I started, it, I got a Mini 1, so a Mavic Mini for Christmas. <laughs> a Mini 1. I got a Mavic Mini. <laughs> and I remember, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, it's like drinks and drones. I was wasted. And... <laughs> So I remember getting this fucking thing for Christmas and was like, oh, sweet. Like, I can fly this thing. And I have an aviation background, you know, like, so I was like, oh, finally, like, I get to fly it, see a camera. Cool. I tried to fly it in my house. Wouldn't take off. I didn't know that the vision sensors reacted to low light, so it wouldn't take off. It was like, oh, dude, like, you're not flying in daytime. We don't allow this to happen. Right. So I was like, oh, fuck this thing. I'm taking it outside and I'm flying it outside. So the spotlight on the outside of my house came on, gave it plenty of life to light to take off. So I take off, I'm like, sweet, like, oh, this is so cool. I'm starting to fly it and it's starting to like do one of these. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on, you know? <laughs> so then I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna fly it in the garage, bad move. So I flew it in the garage, even low light, and it freaked out. It hit the ceiling and started bouncing in between the garage door and the <laughs> ceiling. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, just got the thing for Christmas. Hit the ground and I'm like, it's broke. Yeah. The whole thing's fucking broken. I'm like, what am I gonna do now? And that's, that's actually the crazy thing because I knew nothing about drones. What I know now, I would be like, oh, I could call Priority One, they fix drones. like get me squared away free estimate they tell me how much it's going to cost done or you just get the coverage through dji when you right. buy initially buy the drone and a lot of people don't know that mm -hmm. so i went to pick up the drone zero damage none i had to change a couple props that was it right and i think from then i kind of was like okay like they actually make a really good product. Mm -hmm. Like that's that actually surprised me. I thought it was going to crash and break, and yeah, and that'd be it. But no, dude. Like I changed a couple of props, and it was off to the races again the next day. And the whole winter, I flew that thing, taking videos, photos of the kids, stuff like that. I mean, it was it was awesome. And I'm like, you could really make some money doing this. Yeah. yeah. So and that that's when drone photography was really taken off. I think it was. I don't know. When was it? I, I think it was like 2019 I got a drone. Yeah. Maybe 2018. I was 2020. But, well, that might have been 2019. 
Yeah, I think it was 2019. First drone I ever flew. What was it? You know what it was? No. Take, take a guess. Along the same lines as yours. A teal? No. <laughs> if you got like 20 grand and you can buy one. No. No. What was it? I'm curious. A spark. Oh. DJI Spark. My dad gave it to me. Do you use like an iPad or something to fly it? Uh, I didn't use nothing. <laughs> I know. Take I, off. <laughs> I knew Fly to about, the left. I knew nothing about drones. <laughs> I took off with no tablet or phone or anything. Yeah. I just took off and I went to the fairgrounds. I was open, big, wide open field, some trees. But I flew it and I was like, oh. And I was just getting used to the controls, right? And I flew it far away. Well, then, obviously, no tablet or nothing. I didn't know it was daylight, too. I couldn't see which way the drone was facing. So I was like, well, fuck. I don't, I don't know how to bring this thing back to me. Yeah. So I just pressed down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just went searching for it. Uh, I found it. But that, and, uh, I mean, that's the crazy that's, thing. <laughs> like I, I with my first experience, I was like, like the first thing that went through my mind is like, wow, this is durable. It's fun, and I can actually make a profit with this. It was, it was weird to have that feeling, and I knew nothing about it. And then, you know, long story short, I started repairing them, and started working here. Yeah. And then ever since then, well, it's kind of cool because growing up as a kid, like I, I had three, three things I wanted to be when I grew up: a fireman, a cop, a fireman and, first, right? I don't know, <laughs> and a pilot. And I went as all three those, for Halloween, three different years. Those are actually the three things when I grew up as a kid. I thought, yeah, I, same exact thing: pilot. Police, fire. Yeah. Fire was my last job option. Honestly, yeah. I was, so I don't know if you know this about me, when I was seven or 16, I started flying airplanes. Uh -huh. So I actually had my, I got my private pilot's license. I went to Akron Fulton, um, did my CFI check ride, or not CFI check ride, God. I wanted to be a CFI, but I wanted to be in the aviation field and 08 happened. It was done. My dream was shot. Mm -hmm. The cost of fuel, running an airplane, it yeah. went through the roof. Right. It really did. And I was like, well, I'm fucked. Might as well find another career. <laughs> and I went to EMT. I was going through EMT school when I was in high school. And I was like, well, maybe this will be a career field I'll go in. Next thing you know, I went to fire school. was like, fuck EMT school. That, that stuff's stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I was like, well. That's going to the fire, fi fire field, and later I learned that you have to be a paramedic to be full-time somewhere, <laughs> yeah. so I went to paramedic school, which I don't recommend, but, because it was hard, it was difficult, it yeah. was tough, but I got through it first year, and then I became a full-time fireman, paramedic for a full-time department, and yeah, I, uh, I want to be a cop. <clears throat> But you could be a fireman when you're 18, and you couldn't be a cop till you're 21. She had to be able to carry a yeah firearm. Yep. Yeah, 
So I went to EMT school in high school and uh, passed that. <clears throat> and I started volunteering. I was an old volley, a jolly volley. I was a volley too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think everybody starts there at some point. Yep. Yeah. But uh, so did that and then uh, went, to fire, went to the fire academy, did one and two. And then went to paramedic school. Mm. After being an EMT for a year, because I wanted to get some experience, yeah. I think that I think that really did help me in paramedic school. Did you work then, for a private ambulance company? I did. Really? Yeah. Ooh, we I did. see. Yeah. You learn a lot if you're going in the EMT field. The best basic makes the best paramedic. Yep. If you get the basics down, you're good. Yeah. That's. Honestly, what I tell a lot of the people, a lot of the new people that come to our department is... Well, I, didn't, I didn't learn a lot until I went to Xenia, to Xenia Fire. And Xenia Fire is, was known in the area to be one of the leaders in EMS, um, EMS care, right? Hmm. To be at the top in new technology and, um, you know, we RSI people, uh, that sort of thing. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of departments that sedate to innovate, where we paralyze people and innovate them. Um, so yeah. we did <clears throat> a lot of uh, a lot of things that other other departments didn't do, or or you know, we were just a leader in the region, right? Hmm. So I learned a lot when I when I went there, um, and then decided uh, I was in the day room watching an episode of Cops. Decided to go to the police academy. Oh my god! Yeah, traitor. So I got smart. And left. Traitor. Oh, you yeah. got smart. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So, and then, <laughs> and then uh, started I mean, the honestly, program. And honestly, I was. I took Akron Police's test, so I did their physical agility background. And you weren't everything. smart enough. I wasn't smart enough. They didn't select me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I better was, go fire. Yeah. Gotta get stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and priority one drones just hired you. Yeah. And then P1 hired me. I hit, I hit rock Must bottom. Must have been scraping the bottom of the barrel at that <laughs> yeah. point. We really needed somebody. But honestly, I mean, if you think about it, our experiences have actually helped shape this business. For sure. Because yeah, absolutely. coming into this field, learning everything about drones or as much as we can, because I can't say... Me, personally, I can't say that. I know everything about drones. Right. Oh, uh, it's the wife. No. Uh-oh. I was just taking a phone oh. out of my pocket. But <laughs> what the fuck? I thought you were in trouble. No. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I'm, my phone's on airplane mode. I'm trying <laughs> oh, to call. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. So, Mine's not on airplane mode. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I honestly think that our experiences have helped shape us in where we want this industry to go and i i honestly think this industry's just going to grow substantially i mean yeah it it has to yeah. more and more people are buying drones more and more people are using drones more and more people see how useful drones are i mean yeah, shit amazon's using drones pe- dropping off packages never thought i would see the day of that yeah i've never i mean I've never seen an Amazon drone drop a package. Amazon. Have. You have? Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Amazon. It was Kroger. Kroger? Yeah, really? Kroger was Holy doing it. shit. Yeah. My sergeant at the time <clears throat> ordered something on 
uh, Kroger's you know app. How much of a fee was it? I want to know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how much that was, but but it wasn't true like drone delivery because it was you know somebody takes off, flies it over, and then somebody a truck pulls up to your house and somebody takes over the controls oh, that's and then lame. lands it. So they yeah, don't so have like, BV loss, right? Yeah, they didn't yeah, have that's any of that. lame. Boo. But Kroger. I did have a video of him dropping some pretzels and cheese to him. <laughs> Out of everything, he ordered pretzels and cheese. Well, you had a payload. Yeah, like there was a limit, right, for how much how much it could weigh. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just order some pretzels and cheese, cheese, and have it." I said, "Tree, have it, cheese, and have it delivered to me." And so, can you imagine, like, if you think about the logistics of it, just think about it for a minute. Yeah, like a three dollar like, order, like a three dollar order, pretzels and cheese. Send the drone. <laughs> yeah. Like we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> like we're helping the customers. Let's drop this pretzels and cheese off. Like, come on. Yeah. So that to me, that's funny. That's that was hilarious. a cool video. Yeah. So I, we gotta play it sometime. I think I got it. Hold Do on. you? I think. I mean, I, eh, I don't know. Oh, competitors. Yeah. Let's talk about competitors. Let's talk about our competitors. My personal history, I used to do drone repair for a certain company who fortunately un- I unnamed. worked for and will remain unnamed. Unnamed. But <clears throat> let's just say they didn't do the best for their customers. And I won't name any secrets, but let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about the way we operate. So I'm the repair division manager. The biggest thing that I ask for and give to our customers is honesty. So when a customer brings their drone in, they spent thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars on this piece of equipment that they use for either work, recreation. The majority of pilots use it for work. So, you know, essentially you spend all this money on a piece of equipment, now it's useless, right? So now you're like, well, I got to get it fixed. So they come to us. I mean, if you, if you think about it, I'll, I'm going to be completely honest with the customer and say, hey, like, it's going to cost you X amount to repair the drone. Now, since we have a good rapport with DJI, what can we provide? If your drone's completely destroyed, you send it in to us for repair. So we get your destroyed drone, comes to us for repair. It's completely unrepairable. Obviously, I'm going to make a list of parts along with our repair fee. So we have our repair fee and then a long list of parts that we're going to provide the customer after a free estimate and say, hey, your, for example, your Air 2S is going to cost you $900 to repair. That doesn't make any sense because you could buy a brand new one for $9.99. Right. So with our good rapport with DJI, I can say, hey, we're not really going to make any money out of it, but here's what we can do. We can take your drone. We could ship it into DJI. We have good rapport with them. We'll get you a brand new aircraft for a low price. And it's a lot lower than our repair price, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna screw the customer over, and 
tell them to pay me $900 for the repair, even though that's how much it's going to cost me to repair it. Because sending it to the manufacturer is always going to be the cheapest route. Right. So why would I do that to the customer? That makes that's terrible customer service. I like to give the customers options, the best option. It might not be through us through the repair because it's just we're just not the manufacturer. That's not the customer's fault. But a lot of our competitors do that, though. A lot of our competitors do that. They'll say, oh, we'll repair your drone for $900 and then send it to DJI and get the repair done for like 100 bucks, and then ship it back to you and be like, oh, by the way, it's going to cost you $900 even though they didn't do the repair. Nobody's going to ask. Nobody's going to ask, which is unfortunate. You know, and obviously we're all businesses. We have to make money to obviously grow. But like that's to me, that's not right. And then for competitors that are not related to the police and fire field who are demoing and showing police and fire departments how to operate their drones, who have no police and fire experience at all, like to me, go fuck yourself. You don't even know how these departments operate. You don't even know their budget. Like, you just want to sell shit. Like, for me, I want the best piece of equipment that debar- departments can utilize. Yeah. That's, that's me. If they don't need it, I won't sell it. I don't care. <clears throat> well. But. I can't find that video. I figured. You were looking for a while. <laughs> I was. By the way, Scottio, if you're wondering, oh, I'm wearing Scottio socks, those. so those. I got some Scottio socks. All right. Well, I guess it's time to wrap it up. Yep. But this was fun. It was fun. Many more. It was a good first podcast. It was. I think uh, I'm looking forward to next week's. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Man. Hey, let's go running. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Thanks All right. for thanks for listening to the podcast, yep. viewing our podcast. Make sure to uh, like and follow. Yeah, like, subscribe, follow. We've got a lot more videos coming out, a lot yep. more podcast episodes coming out. Yep. Um, and remember, video was sponsored by Drops. 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 Drone response operations public safety. And where is it held at? Calamityville. Calamityville. Calamityville, baby. Right next door. Yep. Yep. Be there. Check it out. Be a vendor. Be there to visit. Learn a lot about drones. We're going to have a lot of vendors there. So P1Drones.com. Yep. P1Drones.com. Check it out. Thanks, guys. See you next time. See ya.